So the boy and girl are making out, right? When they hear over the radio that this lunatic killer's escaped from an insane asylum. That's not the way it goes. The boy goes for help, and the girl stays in the car, and she hears this, like, scratching sound. No, he's been decapitated. No, he was gutted with a hook. What's the charge for manslaughter? We make a pact. Right here and now we take the Sar grave. For the last year, four friends have kept a secret. Are you on drugs? No. Well, then what is wrong? I've had a rough year. But not all secrets stay buried. Somebody sent this to me. Oh, my God. Someone knows. I know what you did last summer. Ooh. What they thought would be a new beginning. Toast to us. Is becoming a dead end. Somebody tried to kill you last night. We have to go to the police. If you want to be dead, he could have done it. And the mistake they made. It was an accident. There was no accident. It was murder. What if he's still alive? Hey! What are you doing here? Is coming back to haunt them. Oh, my gosh. He's after me, too. I got a letter. I got run over. Helen gets her hair chopped off. <laughs> Julie gets a body in a trunk, and you get a letter? That's balanced. She's waiting for us to unravel. <laughs> the wait is over. What are you waiting for, huh? What are you waiting for? Hello? summer. Hey guys, it's Chris. And I'm Jack. And we watched a movie. Again. We watched I Know What You Did Last Summer. <sighs> <laughs> you know, most of the time I'm usually mad about what other people picked, but we decided to do this. Exactly. Jack, it was this or how high? Oh god. <laughs> that, those were the options. Somehow those were the options. Come on, man. You didn't want to watch a movie about Method Man and Red Man going to Harvard? Not... I didn't then. I still don't really want to now. Don't worry. We'll get to that. Oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah. We watched I Know What You Did Last Summer. This was our choice after watching a bunch of different movies that day. Bunch Watched Fantastic Four. We sure did. Spider-Man 3. <laughs> <laughs> These are all... <laughs> this wasn't for the podcast. We're, we're on a kick of just watching terrible movies that day. <laughs> Oh, God. And it ended with I Know What You Did Last Summer. The quintessential Terrible. 90s slasher flick that everyone loves. There's no other one. Obviously. There's Obviously. not other slasher movie from the 90s. Exactly. This is the one. Oh, God. So, yeah. Um, I Know What You Did Last Summer is a movie about a bunch of kids that hit someone with their car. And in order not to get in trouble, they hide the body. And then a year later... Uh, notes start appearing and weird things are uh, happening, which means someone knows about the murder and is after our characters or our the heroes. Yeah, that's why I was like, <laughs> I don't want to call them heroes. They all, I don't even, I don't like them that much. But uh, they're played by Freddie Prince Jr. as Ray, Ryan Felipe as Barry, Sarah Michelle Geller as Helen, and what 
Jennifer Love Hewitt <laughs> as, as Julie. Yeah, whoever that is. <laughs> Jennifer Love who? It's... <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> I haven't heard a better one before. <laughs> but yeah, it all starts off with them at, you know, at the beach, talking about an urban legend about a hook man, and, you know, all that stuff. Or wait, did it start off with a party at the... It's it's, it's like a grad party or something. Oh, yeah. Where they have a confrontation with this guy, Max, who's openly hitting on Jennifer Love Hewitt in front of her boyfriend, and, like, nothing happens. It doesn't really matter. It's very silly. He's going to be our first red herring. Exactly. <laughs> he He's really not taking no for an answer. He's like, oh, but you want to you wanna hang out, grab a bite before you leave? And she's like, no. And he's like... But come on, don't you want to, like, no. Come on, we're friends. friends. (laughs) Give me a shot. (laughs) It's just like that movie Can't Hardly Wait where everyone's after Jennifer Love Hewitt. This is way worse than that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. But, yeah, he gets turned down, and, yeah, Ray brushes him off or whatever. And Ryan Felipe just, like, fucking takes his shot and, like, fucks with him. Or Barry. 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 But yeah, after that, they head off to the beach or whatever. Say some scary stories. They all bang. They all, they all know the story, but none of them can get the story correct, which is hilarious, because that's already has happened during this movie. We still don't know how, what the story is. Exactly. <laughs> don't even know how it starts. <laughs> exactly. We only know the end of it, and they all disagree on what the ending is. The <laughs> Hookman story. Yeah. Damn you, Hookman. Damn you, Hookman. <laughs> But we'll get to that. Uh, so after they, you know, whatever, they're all talking about their college plans or after high school. I think Helen wants to go be an actress, and Barry and Sarah Michelle, uh, Barry and uh, Julie are gonna go off to college. I think Ray's gonna go to college in New York or something to do to write. But they all separate off. They bang on the beach, and then they start driving back or whatever. And while they're driving back. Like, Ray decides to drive because... Barry is shit-faced. He's shit-faced. He doesn't. He said, no, no one drives my car. But they're like, you're too fucked up. Like, So Ray's driving back or whatever. And then Barry, like an asshole, decides to stand up in the car while drinking or whatever. And he's spilling his liquor all over Freddie Prince Jr. He distracts him. And all of a sudden, he hits something. They stop. They get out of the car. And all they find is a bloody boot. <laughs> You guys have heard of the urban legend, the bloody boots. <laughs> Just kidding. They immediately after find this guy's body. They're like, oh my goodness. Like His face is so messed up. There's a shot of his face during this. You we- can see him clearly. He's just covered in blood. Like, I all see this man's face. Not it's mangled in any way. Like, Not at all. He, there's just blood just sort of like wiped on his face. Like, <laughs> Ray checks his pulse. And he's like... He's dead. And then they all start freaking out. Ryan Felipe's like, all right, we got to toss his body over the side of it. Because <laughs> they're, they're just on a mountain, off the side of the mountain. And Jennifer Love Hewitt the entire time is making very good points of why they should call the police and, you know. <laughs> exactly. Ray, who was driving, was not drunk. He was not speeding. This was an accident, right? It was completely an accident. Exactly. Worst case, this is manslaughter. Why is there this man just walking around on this highway, like, so dark, so dangerous? That's his fault, like. Exactly. It's the middle of the night. But no one listens to J-Love. They all decide to help get his body up and put it over the side when a truck comes up the, the fucking road. 
And Julie goes to stop it and sees that it's Max, that guy from the beginning. You know, the one that's obsessed with her. I don't know how Max did not see them moving this body. They car. He was tr- so close. It was a, with a clear sight when we <laughs> see the truck. Is like he could definitely see them carrying a body. <laughs> and they like play it off as Ray Felipe getting a little sick or something or whatever. And Ray comes over again and you know cock blocks Max. So he's like, you know, you can wipe that my shit don't sink grin off your face. Kind of harsh. <laughs> Very harsh for Ray's really for handled- someone who is completely cool with him this guy hitting on his girlfriend in front of him. <laughs> and saved him from Ryan Felipe. Right. <laughs> and Ryan Felipe was gonna kick his ass. <laughs> he was wanting to. <laughs> yes, he, oh yes. Ryan Felipe is a huge d- dick in this movie. Um, but yeah, they get him to leave or whatever, and then for some reason instead of just knocking the, they decide uh, instead of just rolling the body off the hill. They, they decide to take the body with them and go to some pier. Yes, because the tide will take it, carry it out to sea, probably, or something. Probably could have just left the body out there or something. I don't know. Exactly. But, yeah, roll it down a goddamn hill. Like, who... They were on a giant hill. Exactly. Some people might just think he fell. Right. Like, shit. He <laughs> <laughs> set this up right, yeah, just... But, whatever. They decide to do that. And then, as they're, like, about to toss him in the water, Ray gets cold feet. He's like, maybe this isn't right, guys. It's like, yeah, yeah, Ray, this isn't right. This is, like... Luckily, Buffy takes charge, though. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and as she's about to knock his ass in the water, obviously he wakes up and grabs the tiara off of her head. <laughs> yes, because he's still alive, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> and to, in order to... To subdue him and kill him again, they roll him into the water. <laughs> but of course, Barry jumps in to get the tiara back. Mm-hmm. I guess I Evidence. guess makes I guess makes sense. Like yeah, no like, one to find him with that. Exactly. But when he gets it, like his eye pops open. He's obviously he's alive after they rolled him into the water. This man is clearly alive. <laughs> he is alive. <laughs> and Barry this... jumps out. And he has the tiara. They're, they walk back to the car. None of them wait around to see if this guy resurfaces anywhere. <laughs> god damn it. Oh, god. Yeah, because it's like, you, you imagine they're like, oh, we gotta take him out to the pier or whatever. This pier would be like distantly into the water or something. No, this pier is maybe like, what, eight feet out from the like the shore? Right. Like, like he, he was clearly not like floating away. He was just <laughs> like standing mid-water somehow, like just in the like kelp or whatever. Like, just, he's just, even if he's not dead, his body's not going anywhere. Like, whatever. Definitely will not be this guy. He's definitely not going to come back. He's definitely dead. Definitely, definitely not going to be him. <laughs> not, there's no possible way. But before, like, uh, they head out or whatever, they all right Felipe is like, "Come on, guys, we take this to our graves. Everybody, Ju- Julie, Julie, we take this to our graves." She doesn't say anything. He just starts choking her out. <laughs> No one does anything. Yes! Like, what the hell, Ray? Like, <laughs> Oh, God. She finally, like, gives in and says, yeah, we take this to our grave. And they all go their separate ways. And it's a year later. We catch up with Julie, who's... All of their lives have basically fallen apart, except for Freddie Prince Jr.'s. <laughs> yeah. He went the route that he was supposed to go. Or at least that's how they frame it. <laughs> Whereas, like, his dad was a... Fi- it, they have a weird line where he's like... They, he, they keep talking about, like, how he's, like, the poor friend out of the group. Like, mm-hmm. so he doesn't end up going to college or anything, and he just 
becomes a fisherman instead, so... Mm. He doesn't seem too distraught either. <laughs> no, exactly. I mean, and he, but he also says, like, my dad was a fisherman, and Julie says, like, but you didn't know your dad. It's like, yeah, but I know he was a fisherman. And it's like, all right. Whatever. Yeah, sure, okay. Fine. Okay, there, this isn't written well. Um, Julie's, like, failing college. She comes home. Uh, Helen never even went to college. No, she's working at the her family's department store. Yeah, Barry... Went to just, college. He's just an alcoholic or yeah. something. <laughs> he's just, like, drinking a lot or whatever. Still a huge dick. Um, even more so. <laughs> even more so. But as soon as, like, Julie gets back or whatever, like, her mother's like, oh, you look so terrible. You look like you died or something like that. You know, really nice things. And what I was thinking was, she still looks like Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> she really does. <laughs> 1990s Jennifer Love Hewitt. My God. <laughs> um... But yeah, like she gives her a letter, like, "Oh, I got a letter for you," and the letter says, "I know what you did last summer." Roll credits. That's it, guys. So our recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so she starts freaking out. They they get the gang together. You know, everyone has a different reaction to this. Oh, this means something. This doesn't mean anything. Blah blah blah. <laughs> yes. Um. Eventually, somehow, Barry comes to the conclusion that the only person who could possibly have sent this is Max, because he's the only person who obviously saw them do dispose of a body. You know, that that actually could make sense. <laughs> yes. If the story actually wanted to play with this. But Barry just, like, roughs Max up a little bit, Doesn't... and then a minute later, the killer <laughs> comes out of nowhere and kills Max. <laughs> exactly. He murders the red herring immediately. Like, this is supposed to be some kind of, like, revenge story? Like, the killer's only going after people who, like, tried to kill him <laughs> and left him for dead? And he kills Max first for some reason. The dude is... It's been a year since that murder or whatever, and he's just like, gotta kill Max. It's not like Max was in his way at all. He just... He seeked him out. Like Exactly. Is it because he didn't... See this <laughs> obvious moving of a body? It's because he didn't report. He didn't see something say something. <laughs> so he had to go to. How would he know it was him? Exactly. Well, yeah, that's true, Jack. We we, we can't really disclose that until we disclose the, the secret identity of our murderer. Um, but <laughs> from our description, if you haven't figured it out already, something's wrong. <laughs> well, yeah. So the the clear red hair already dead Ryan Felipe's going to the gym and I actually like oh god this movie made me wa wish we were watching scary movie cause like Ryan Felipe's like boxing or whatever in some <laughs> gym or whatever. it reminds me of that scene scary movie does this movie so much better it really does <laughs> the characters are better written oh they really are <laughs> uh. oh but uh yeah so he's like boxing loaded in the like gym and then he hears something and the gym's, like, maybe 20 feet by 20 feet. You can see, like, everything in the gym. This is the smallest gym that's ever existed. Somehow the killer is just walking around. <laughs> Barry can't notice him. He misses him every time. Exactly. What is it, like, one room with maybe, like, four rooms on each side of the building? Like, how, where could he be hiding? Like, but, like, yeah, he leaves him, an, like, a fucking note or whatever too in his like locker or whatever and Barry's freaking out he w w asks the guy at the front desk if anybody else is there he says no he leaves someone's in his car 
He starts chasing them, obviously, because they're in his car. The guy, the guy, Fast and the Furious, drives in reverse down the road away from <laughs> Barry. <laughs> it's very impressive. It really is. This guy has supernatural driving skills. Now he turns it around, starts following him forwardly, and you know, hits Barry with his car really hard. <laughs> we were watching this, and you said he's dead because <laughs> he get, not only hits him, but he drives him through a wall. <laughs> he slams him through a wall. Well, somehow Barry survives or whatever. Barry's still conscious. <laughs> not gone into shock or he's not been knocked out like he's still awake to see this guy the yeah. killer like walks over him you know and then the screen just fades to black and barry's in the hospital and he's completely fine exactly exactly the guy didn't kill him <laughs> he's just messing with him apparently even barry says that during this scene he's like he's just fucking with us and he's like <laughs> Why? Why is he doing that? Why isn't he killing you? Doesn't make any sense. They all come together, like Julie and like Helen and Ray all come to his like uh, hospital room, and like Ray's still being like a little weird about it. He's like, "Well, we don't, we don't know. Like, and that's not a good description. We don't know who this could be." And it's like, "Ah, movie, you're trying to make Ray seem suspicious, but I'm not gonna fall for that." <laughs> I guess he's the other red herring, but, like, no one believes that. Exactly. No one believes it. So, the next thing is Helen goes home or whatever and, like, gets completely ignored by her father for some reason. Um, and then goes up. Her sister's incredibly mean to her for some reason also. Family just doesn't like her. And she goes upstairs... The killer's in the house. He's, like, walking around her house. No one's noticing. No one's noticed. He hides in her closet. He hides in there the whole night. Exactly. And when she wakes up, she also finds a letter. And also, he puts something in her hair because her hair is falling out. He, he put the tiara on her head, and he also cut her hair. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just left because that's all he wants to do is just fuck with them. Exactly. He's just messing with them, and... Oh man, I think do we completely skip over them them doing Scooby Doo? When <laughs> when they go because like they find out like they do some research. Julie and uh, Helen do research. Oh no, this is after. This is after. Okay, I think. gotcha. So they go. Helen and Julie decide to do some research, and they look up some files on the person that died, and they find out his name was like David Egan or something like that, and that like a year before last Fourth of July. He had, like, killed some girl or something in a car accident. He he killed his, uh... His girlfriend. His girlfriend. Yeah. And that, uh, most likely, that, like... And then they, like, track down his, like, sister or whatever, who's living, like, she's, like, a... She's, she's really, like, a Creole person, but this is, like, Maryland or something like that, like... I think it's, like, North Carolina. Like, North Carolina? Okay. She looks pretty... She looks pretty kind of dingy, um... But yeah, they go to get some clues on her. They have the perfect excuse of our car broke down and we need to call someone. It's just, it's, she's like, Julie's like, hey, uh, Helen, go call. And then I'm going to ask this woman a bunch of questions about her life and her brother. <laughs> <laughs> Good cover. And luckily this woman is incredibly lonely, so she's like, eh. <laughs> She'll tell him. Exactly. Like, and she, tells she, she becomes our 
third red herring. Yes, because there's a black slicker at her house. Of course. Of course. <laughs> in this fishing town, <laughs> everyone has one. Exactly, Jack. The only other place I could imagine seeing this is Long John Silver's. Anybody could be a suspect. <laughs> Everybody is a suspect. <laughs> Do you think Max was supposed to be their Randy? I don't know. <laughs> how how did they make this and scream? How? How is that possible? Scream is so good. This movie is so stupid. Yeah, I feel like this was a completely different movie that they try to rework into Scream, but we'll we'll jump into that. Um, so yeah, she tells her that her brother was super broken up about um, the death of his girlfriend and stuff, and blamed himself, and that it was probably suicide. And then like you know they're like they get that information, they leave, and the woman's like, hey, don't if you ever want to come back, please come back. I'm very lonely here. Which they're like, we get it. <laughs> we get it. It's we we get it. She's lonely. It makes sense why she talks to them. But they head out with that information and like, but Julie and like Helen's like, well, we didn't do anything wrong. He was gonna commit suicide anyway, right? <laughs> like Julie's like, I don't, I don't know. Something seems off with this story. And they're like, eh, you know. So they head out or whatever, and then I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Oh, we also forgot. She also brings up some guy that also came asking about questions about her brother named Billy Blue. Um, and that she was sweet on, on him or whatever, but uh, he always was super sad and nothing came of it. But uh, This will be revealed later? <laughs> this will be revealed later. <laughs> Indeed. But also on this day, you gotta know that uh, Ryan Felipe and Helen uh, have to go to the, the parade, right? Yeah, sure. somehow we, we've missed the scene of Jennifer Love Hewitt driving uh, to Helen's, and she stops and finds Max's dead body <laughs> in her trunk <laughs> filled with a bunch of crabs. <laughs> I don't remember where this is during the movie. I don't either. Which <laughs> part? But... Like, she stops, she runs away from the car, and she brings the gang back, and they open it up again. It's completely empty, with nothing in it. Did she imagine this? Or does the killer have such a weird obsession with fucking with them? Exactly. How did he do that? Exactly. <laughs> it's broad daylight. Exactly. <laughs> she left the car in a public street, like... Exactly. Dude, even if, like... How did he get rid of every crab? Like, even if he got the body out, how did he get rid of all those crabs? Some of them were alive. Like, did they even make any, like, comments about, like, it smelling bad or anything? Like, he just completely got away with this. And he will continue to get away with all sorts of silly things. Oh, God. That one was especially silly, though. That one was incredibly silly. And after that, Ryan Felipe's cracked the case. It's Ray. So they- <laughs> So they, they go to Ray, and Barry just starts beating the shit out of him. <laughs> it's obviously you, Ray. I can't even remember his reasoning. Because like... he wasn't around or something? I don't know. Maybe it had something to do with crabs? Or... Crab people. people. <laughs> crab people. I wouldn't be surprised if Freddie Prince Jr. is a crab person. Yeah. <laughs> 
goodness. But yeah, Ray like says like, oh, I also received a letter, which they don't show. He just says he got it or whatever, which I was like, oh. good. I was like, <laughs> that's a good attempt, guys. That's a great attempt. <laughs> nice red herring. <laughs> and then like Julie decides because things are still off, she's gonna go visit um, Helen again to get some more information. While uh, Ryan, dis- uh, Ryan Felipe decides to go protect Helen at the parade, which they just allow him to just sit on the front of that like parade float while they go down the streets. Ah, why not? Yeah, it's a small fishing town, I guess. But it's just funny because like you just see like Helen like looking around the crowd, and just seeing all Everyone these people wearing in slickers. slickers. <laughs> it's like it's a fishing town. <laughs> She's like freaking out, looking at everyone. She finally sees the person or whatever, and she like eyes Barry. He just starts chasing this guy. For the third time, Barry attacks a random person <laughs> that he thinks is the killer. Just tackles him. No repercussions. No repercussions. <laughs> He's assaulted no less than three people in this movie. No repercussions. They move on to the actual what is it? Beauty contest? Oh, no, not yet. Uh, Julie's gone to go see Helen oh, one more right. time. And this last time, like, she's, like, trying to, like, get more on, like, David or whatever, and, like, Helen's adamant, like, oh, no, it was suicide. She's like, but how do you know? And it's like, because uh, he, he left a suicide note, and I had to hide it because I wouldn't get the insurance money, which I was like, I get that. And... <laughs> I don't remember what this note says. However, whatever it says, this is not a suicide note. <laughs> no, I think it says, like, I know what you did or something like that. <laughs> like, I mean... <laughs> Like, how could you possibly interpret this as a suicide note? It's like, a, oh, I know. It's like, oh no, it's not. What was it? Not, I know what you did. It's like, um, it's my fault or something like that, or it's something like that makes it seem like you may have said like her death was his fault or something. But it like it's really weird or whatever. And it, it Julie realizes it's the same exact writing as fucking the notes that they've all been getting. Oh, yeah. And she asked her about, like, but what about the uh, tattoo he had of her on his arm? Because, again, the guy they killed had a tattoo of this girl on her on their arm. And Helen, uh, not Helen. Her name's not Helen. The f- what the heck is the... Melissa. Melissa. Melissa's like, he never had that tattoo. Uh... He never had a tattoo. Get out of here. <laughs> Leave now. <laughs> okay. And then somehow, I don't even know, Julie somehow pieces together that it is probably the dead, like, girlfriend's father somehow. Because I think there's, like, an article or something that talks about him being bereaved or stuff or whatever. Yes. So she's like, oh, my goodness. We didn't kill David Egan. We killed the guy that killed David Egan. Yes. Exactly. So we now know definitely who the killer is. <laughs> we, now, we now for sure know. <laughs> if you really didn't understand it earlier, you know, there's about 40 minutes left to go in this movie to you know exactly who it is. It's Ben Willis. <laughs> that's a surprise for you. It's <laughs> he didn't even need a name. He really didn't. <laughs> Character we don't see <laughs> at all, except for the beginning. He has no actions. We never hear him speak until the very end. Whatever. We'll get there. <laughs> exactly. Also, David Egan graduated from, like, college in, like, 92 or something like that. So he's... And they're acting like <laughs> they, this could possibly be the same person. They hit an old man. <laughs> he was, like, in his 50s or 60s, clearly. Like... 
is like what five years removed from 1992 <laughs> exactly. at that point like he'd be like 23 like, right <laughs> no way he could look like that <laughs> oh ace God. detective julie <laughs> i expected more from buffy oh, i mean God. daphne whoever <laughs> really you know helen and ray should have cracked this case but uh i digress so now we finally make it to the beauty contest. Exactly, we're at the beauty contest, and like Ryan Felipe is watch has a watchful eye over you know Helen who's on the stage in front of all these people, and he's he's, he's the only one who's looking above. He's the only one who's in the balcony. In the balcony, <laughs> up there, whatever. Mm-hmm. Buffy's sitting on the stage, as is her right as former. Fish queen? Qu- fish queen? I don't know. <laughs> We're going to say fish queen. <laughs> and she is watching the killer come up behind <laughs> Barry. And she starts freaking out and yelling. And, you know, she's trying to run up there. Everyone tries to stop her. No one even looks up to see what she's talking about. They do not listen to her. All they see is what looks like a hysterical woman. And all the men come to calm her down. And by that, I mean grab her. <laughs> Shake her. Bring her back some sense calm to her. Down. <laughs> calm down. <laughs> calm down. Calm <laughs> down. Oh, my God. Um, if I, like, an officer comes or whatever, and she's like, they, they killed Barry, the, the guy, the hook man, killed him up there. Hook man? Hook man. <laughs> they go up there. There is somehow no blood. There's somehow no evidence of this happening, you know, in the slasher movie. <laughs> where there would definitely be blood up there. Like He is spirited away <laughs> Barry's body. <laughs> He's got away with the body, and somehow there's no evidence of this happening. How does he do this? <laughs> Where he literally does the Michael Myers thing of only walking places. <laughs> and Jack, in this moment, I, I just realized that this is the second movie we watched where the murderer got away with it because everyone assumed the woman was being hysterical. <laughs> I hate this trope. <laughs> is this just something that they expect from the fish queens that they just go insane? They, just... they peak at 18 and then they just fall off a cliff? like. <laughs> exactly, Jack. These damn fish queens. <laughs> They're like sirens. Uh. <laughs> oh god but yeah so the officer's like this isn't a funny joke and like Helen's like screw you like and she's like you're going to hell you're complicit in a murder it's like you're complicit in a murder exactly or at least you thought you were exactly. <laughs> you did think you killed somebody but we, we'll get there we'll get there but to the, the officer's driving her home or to the station somewhere they're in the cop's car or whatever and there's like a median in the middle of the road one yellow median so he decides to go down this alley to go wherever they're going. And some guy's in the way with his car broken down. Dressed wearing in a, a slicker. slicker. <laughs> wearing a hat in this dark alley. <laughs> the guy's like, uh, let me uh, go handle this. I gotta help, help this guy out. Which I'm like, alright, you're trying to be a decent cop right now. That sucks, you're gonna die. Um, but he goes up to the guy. Helen realizes that it's the guy, it's Hookman. And, uh, Unbelievable Buffy doesn't realize that's Hookman. <laughs> from the beginning. You see some... You could tell he was in a slicker when the cop was still in the car. <laughs> She's like, behind you. And he like... And, and of course he turns behind him because he's looking at Buffy yelling at this to him. And then of course, you know, Hookman kills this cop, you know, who had nothing to do with his murder anyway. <laughs> no. Also. No. 
This one makes more sense than Max the fact that I, he kind of has to get around him to get to Buffy. But when we get to the end, it doesn't. doesn't make sense again. <laughs> <laughs> Does it? So he kills the cop. He hooks him. Buffy, doing the first of many actually brilliant things in this movie, smack, can't get out of the car because it's a police car, obviously. The doors are locked in the back. She smashes the window out with her feet, which, don't know how possible that is, but she was thinking... Gets out of the car, not bleeding. The way she climbs out of this car and the way the glass looked broken on there is like, you just sliced your stomach up completely. Yes. Like, I don't know how you got out of there unscathed. Exactly. There's no possible way of her getting out of this without being slashed up and glass being all in her wounds. Um, but she gets out, starts dipping or whatever. The slicker is just walking after her. <laughs> she She's running full speed <laughs> and he is, I don't know... Very briskly walking towards her. <laughs> she gets to the main street of the town and runs to her... Somehow family. there's no one there. There's nobody it's here. It's completely empty. The 4th of July. No one is around. There's no one around. <laughs> Absolutely. And which will be even weirder when we get to the... Uh, later. Later! <laughs> later. She gets to like the door or whatever. She's banging on the door, screaming to her sister to let her in. Her sister is taking her... Sweet, sweet time as your clearly terrified sister is trying to get in there. Oh, God. She just walks, moseys over, lets her in or whatever. And she's like, what's all this about? She's like, a murderer is after me. Lock the doors. I'm calling 911. Doing everything she should. Exactly. It's like, oh, God, hell, it's making so many good moves here. The sister goes to the back to lock the back door. And obviously, Slicker's already got inside and ganks her. Drags her body with the hook, comes after Helen. They run around the store for a bit. He he hides under a plastic covering <laughs> to, to get the drop on her, and then struggles to get out of the plastic covering. <laughs> Another Scooby Doo moment. Dude. <laughs> that actually with Daphne. Exactly. Remind me a little bit of Scream. <laughs> Only that. Um. But yeah, she gets to some part of the building or whatever and uses a dumb waiter to like pull herself up to the second floor. And then she leaps out of the second floor into a pile of garbage that does not look soft. Oh, well, she hits the ground and it looks like it hurts. She is on the ground like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and Slicker obviously walks towards the stairs or whatever to go, <laughs> go outside. She gets up, starts dipping, running through alleys. There's no sign of him anywhere behind her. She, f- all, all of a sudden, she's running down this alleyway, and all of a sudden, there is some kind of... The parade is still going on! The parade! There's tons of people on there's this There's a ton road. of people we got there! Exactly! <laughs> this is what we were referencing earlier. Everyone is out there. There's a marching band going along there. Where were they all earlier? Exactly! How? Everyone in town is in this one parade that's... Only on certain streets? You can't hear it everywhere? You can't hear it anywhere? You went from one alley, from the one shop that was a block away from everyone. She's been around for 40 seconds, tops. Oh my god. (laughs) But she gets damn near, like, two feet away. She, She runs up to, like, right where she would be out into the parade. She turns around for some reason because it's a scary movie. Mm. And, you know, Hookman somehow is in front of her and just kills her. <laughs> exactly. Somehow he's figured out the exact passing she was going to take, gotten ahead of her and hidden behind some tires to leap out at her. And to get, get the jump her. on her again. Yeah. 
And they just start struggling while the parade is making so much noise now that no one can hear her <laughs> being murdered. <laughs> Five feet away. <laughs> oh, God. And then uh, we switch to Julie, who's heading down to the docks to meet Ray or whatever and let him in on like the news that she's figured out then. She's cracked the case. <laughs> she's cracked the case. Oddly, it wasn't Freddie or Daphne that figured this out. Uh, but she's like, it wasn't David Egan. It was this guy, Ben Willis, who got revenge for the death of his daughter or whatever. But before that, she convinces herself that she's actually wrong because on the boat that Freddie Prince Jr. is working on is called what? Billy, Billy Blue. Blue. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, wait a minute. You're Billy Blue. <gasps> you went to her place and you lied about it. You're the murderer! It's like, you already figured it out, you idiot! <laughs> it's also like, hey, you remember when you went to her place, too, to get some information? Maybe Ray did the same thing while he's been in town this whole time. He's literally lived there the whole year. Like... <laughs> <laughs> you think the guy that lives in town that can't, like, you've been avoiding this for a year. He hasn't, like... He's had to deal with this the whole time. Like... Exactly. Ugh. But she's freaking out, and he's trying to, like, get her to, like, explain things to her. And while he's chasing after her, some old man comes out of nowhere. Some good Samaritan. Some good Samaritan. <laughs> Clotheslines Ray. And she's like, did she say, like, he's a killer or something? Or... Yes. And the old man is like, all right, get on the boat. <laughs> there are a bunch of boats around. There's a bunch of boats, but she knows what boat She knows which boat to go to, though. Exactly. While well, the old man inspects Ray. Julie's on the boat looking around his cabin, sees a bunch of pictures up of, like, the David Egan and, like, the, the murder that happened, and then the murder that happened uh, a year later of David Egan, and then, like, a bunch of information about her and her friends, and she's like, oh, no, it's you! He, and he walks in, you know, the guy who we clearly recognized <laughs> earlier. <laughs> the guy who clearly looks like the guy they hit with their car. The old man <laughs> tried to murder. Oh my goodness, what a twist! I bet you didn't see that coming. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he just starts, she starts to try to run off the boat, but can't, and he just starts sailing the boat out. <laughs> and he's doing this very slowly. Buffy is outside on the deck, and she could easily just jump into the water. Julie. She, Julie, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> There's just plenty of time to just jump into the water and swim back. Get away. Exactly. And Instead, she runs around the boat some more. Freddie Prince wakes up because Another the, twist. Ki <laughs> the killer just walked away from him, just left him to live, <laughs> and goes to save Jennifer Love Hewitt. The guy that maybe he should hate the most who was driving the car. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> Leaves him so he has enough time to get on a speedboat to go catch up to this fisherman's boat. Mm -hmm. While Julie is running around this colossal boat. Because she goes under the deck. and It like, really doesn't look this big. But no. This is the never-ending boat. <laughs> this boat is like the size of Jaws. Like, there are like secret compartments and places for her to go. She finds the dead bodies of everyone All, Everyone's body is in, in a room full of ice in the boat. How did he get Buffy and Ray's, I mean, Barry's bodies on that boat? He killed them this tonight. Like, he has impeccable timing. <laughs> Got their bodies back, ditched the slicker. 
Also, he doesn't have the slicker on anymore. He's just... He's just him. He's, he's just we've, we've, we've given up on that. Yep, he's just a guy trying to kill them. And finally, Ray's back on the boat and fighting with Ben. And Julie's like, Ray, look out! And he looks to her, obviously, because she throws him off guard. And he gets knocked off the boat. Not killed. Just knocked off the boat. So he swings his hook at him. It looks like it clearly makes contact. You know, Freddie Prince flies into the water and he's completely okay not a scratch on him <laughs> exactly not even dazed not no, no concussion he's not he comes to climbs into the fishing net and gets back onto the boat Ben Wills is finally gonna kill Julie when Ray hits him with a hook that, that's hanging on the boat and then somehow it catches caught, Some somehow there's this bullshit where Hookman gets wrapped up and he gets sent flying up to the sail where somehow his hand gets chopped off by this, I don't know, pulley? Yeah, pulley. Is, yeah. Know, yeah, probably. And it, his his hand just comes clean off and then falls into the water. And then he gets flung into the water. Yes. And clearly he's dead. So our hero... <laughs> <laughs> Just like last time they tried to murder him. Just like last time. His body is just somewhere in the water. Exactly. No confirming these kills. They get back on the land. The police are like, oh my goodness, this is this is crazy. They're back together or something. Yeah. Julie goes off to college again. She goes to the bathroom. On in the shower it says, I know what you did. And then Something jumps out at her. Yep. Yeah. That's the movie. <laughs> That's the movie. It says, I still know what you did last summer. Booga booga booga. Booga booga booga. Because. <laughs> Are you ready for a sequel? <laughs> they should have just made him fucking supernatural. It would make more sense with all this dumb shit that's happening in this movie. Like. I hate this movie. <laughs> I do too. This movie is so bad. It'd be funnier if she, uh, another body she found on that boat was uh, his. Uh. <laughs> it's like I'm a ghost. <laughs> How else do you think I could be pulling these things off? <laughs> Honestly, I'm not sure if I'd be more or less upset <laughs> if they did that as a twist. It's it's so stupid. It's they they play stupid. this movie like it's supposed to be a whodunit, like scream, but there's only <laughs> one answer could possibly be the whole time. Exactly. And they, oh. they don't even have a thick enough cast to have, like, a bunch of, like, people, suspects. Like, they're trying to, like, make it, like, there's, like, five characters, really, if you count Max. Um, and he dies in, like, the first, this like, third scene. And That's then, the only person it possibly could have been. Exactly. The only person they had showed any antagonism between, you know, like... The only person that was there that night to possibly seen something... You knew it wasn't going to be anyone actually in the group, like... <laughs> exactly. Like, it w that wouldn't make any sense. Like, uh. it's... It, the the beginnings... That's why, like I said, like, when we watched it, I was like, I don't know if it would make it better, but I, when I said, like, maybe they should just start a year later after this event and allude to it, it's just because that opening scene just gives way too much away. It clearly shows who the is. It gives you the is. whole story away. You watch the first 20 minutes, you know how it's gonna end. Exactly. Maybe you don't know who dies, but you know 
the mystery. Exactly. There's no mystery here. The only mystery is the connection between David Egan and this guy. Like, right? David Egan was dating his daughter. Exactly. Whatever. I don't. Who cares? Exactly. Like, God damn it. Like, we clearly know he's the murderer the entire time. He's clearly not dead. <laughs> These guys. He's the least dead person I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> And I forgot, I haven't watched this in so long, I forgot he was so clearly alive. (laughs) (laughs) The guy seems deader in scary movie. Oh my god. (laughs) I can't believe the creators of Scream came up with this movie. So, so much worse. Dude. Clearly a lack of trying and effort from everyone involved. Yes, Kevin Williamson... Basically just cash in the fact like, oh, yeah, I made, you know, tons of money off Scream. Everybody wants me to write them a Scream movie now. I feel like this had to be something else he was working on. He's like, I can just make this into basically Scream. Because this feels like some sort of weird revenge thriller or something. Not a whodunit slasher. Right. Like. If they wanted to do a revenge thing, that's fine. But they keep trying to make it out like it's a mystery somehow. Exactly. Uh. Not, <laughs> and there's not enough character to really make this. Like in Scream... Even though there's like five main characters, um, or maybe technically seven if you count Dewey and Gale. Yes. There's a lot of people that this could possibly be. Like, and- literally, when they say during that movie, everybody's a suspect. Literally, everybody is. <laughs> exactly. They're throwing shade on everyone. There's a. There's even a possibility that it's her father. Like, when you look at that movie, like, because he's been gone this entire time, and it's possibly conceivable that he murdered his wife a year ago. Like, there's a good deal, like, chance, like. There are lots of reasons that anyone could do it. Like Exactly, there's motive. They provide motive for everyone. And this, you already know the guy isn't dead! <laughs> <laughs> you know why this guy is killing, but at the same time, that doesn't make sense because he kills Max. <laughs> why did he kill Max? And for some reason, it's like he doesn't want to kill Ray at the end. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. He kills multiple people for almost no reason. <laughs> he's just he's just playing with his food for some reason. It's very frustrating. Exactly. It's like, if you're going to leave Ray alive too, why murder the cop and that other girl? If you're just knocking people out. <laughs> I, I guess you can make a comparison with Scream when Sydney's running around her house and, you know, the ghost face is after her. You know, they weren't trying to kill her, though, in that scene. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the only thing. But she actually, like, legitimately got out of it. It's not like she got hit by a fucking car and passed out. They didn't have her dead to rights. Right. Uh, exactly. She actually got away exactly. from Ghostface in that scenario. No, exactly. And, like, like it's one of those things where, yeah, they were just fucking with her. That wasn't, like, the end of their movie or whatever. But, like, they they were, like, they were honestly trying to, like, stab her or brutalize her a bit. But, like, again, it's just, like, and again, like, the motive, like, behind, like, you know, them trying to make it seem like, because they honestly make, try to make it seem like it's Ray somehow, because they're, like, throwing, like, suspicion on him, and he's, like, not really being involved with investigating any of this. He's not curious about any of this. But, like, he's been living there for a year. It makes sense that he's looked into this, like... It, yeah! <laughs> exactly! And in Scream, it makes sense that those guys are, like, you know, psychos, because they're psychos! Like, they just need a pretense to start murdering people. Like, that's... <laughs> These people have not been disclosed to be psychos at all or anything like that. Like, there's... It would be really weird if anyone in the group was just like, no, yeah, we deserve this. Like, when you're also involved in this act, like... <laughs> <laughs> just like... 
this movie is so bad. It's awful. I always hate watching this movie. <laughs> I've seen it multiple times. Still get details about it incorrect. <laughs> Still to this day. Still don't really understand the order of events. Like, I give it more benefit than I like when we when we first watched it. I forgot that like it's as bad as it was. I, my mind somehow made it seem better in memory. I guess it was some nostalgia or something. Probably. Yeah. I just it's one of those things you watch it when you're younger so you think it's better than it actually is yeah but no it's terrible it's a terrible movie it was really bad it was so bad oh god i still know what you did last summer i mean i know what you did that movie's also bad but i've never seen that (laughs) and i will not watch that You don't watch Jack Black as a Rastafarian? No. No. I mean, yes, I'd like to see that. <laughs> but that's it. That's the only thing I want to see about that movie. Come on, Jack. If, you, if you've seen a slow-walking hook man murder a bunch of kids in a fishing town, you'll love seeing a slow-walking hook man murder a bunch of kids on a beach resort <laughs> during a thunderstorm. <laughs> I didn't like it the first time. <laughs> How did he get that body in and out of the trunk? How did he do that? Ghost powers. <laughs> this movie makes so little sense at times with the, him fucking with them. And, like, the, the timeline doesn't make sense for how he's getting this shit. How is he walking around uh, Helen's house and no one fucking notices? He's in her fucking room and, like, chopped There up. are three people living there and are in the house at that time exactly Ugh. god oh this is so bad he's the luckiest serial killer any of these kinds of movies exactly he's he survives getting murdered twice uh <laughs> god well i mean honestly besides helen i guess he just benefits from them being dumb like Julie doesn't jump off the boat. She trusts some stranger and jumps onto his boat for some reason instead of... She could have just ran the other way. Exactly. Like, why do, Off why the I, dock. Exactly. Why would I get on this stranger's boat? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Exactly. Like, he's also clearly knocked out Ray. Maybe I should go help him subdue Ray so we can call the police. Like, Right. I wouldn't even call it Miss Potential. This was always going to be a bad movie. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. No, there's... There's not really a way to, like, fix this. Like, there's... You would need somehow to change the beginning murder when they kill him. And also, you gotta, like, make the more, like, suspects and give more motives. Like, there's no... There's no motive, like... Either make it a whodunit or don't at all. Like Exactly. If it just was, a like, a revenge killing spree thing... Fine. Don't act like we don't know who it is. <laughs> exactly. Like it's. Like, yeah, they're trying to say that. Like, oh, who could it be? Well, who was the murderer? And it's like, no, it's very clear who the murderer is. There's not a large cast of people. Not at all. <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to think. Like, what is it like? The the murders in like Scream are really random and everything, but like once they like reveal like the the motive, it makes so much sense. But it's like I'm trying to. Think, I'm trying to figure out a way for them to slide in, like, like psychos into this, but I can't think of it, like... I have no idea how they would do that. <laughs> right? Like, it makes so... Because, like, there's, like, there's not a clear thing that you know from the fact, like, Billy and, like, Stu are going to be, like, oh, yeah, spoilers if you've never seen Scream. 
At this point, we're just talking about Scream. <laughs> well, we love that movie. <laughs> um, but, like, like there's, like, no clear indicator that there's psychos throughout it. And once you know, like, there's not really a reason. They just want to kill people at the end. But that makes so much, like, sense still. Like, it... They... That's, it's also just fun. It's a lot scarier if there's no motive. That's true. <laughs> exactly. Like, I agree. <laughs> exactly. But there's, like, no person that's, like, if, like... Sarah Michelle Gellar or, like, Ryan Felipe were just like, I just like killing or whatever. I'd be like, what? Like, I don't, I don't understand this. Like, Well, Chris, do you recommend it? <laughs> no. Uh, I'm going to go a good uh, three. Three out of ten. I was also thinking, like, three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, if you're, like, drunk and you kind of like bad slasher flicks... The, yeah. This is this is the way to go. This is the way to go, definitely. I mean, it's definitely funny watching it. Yeah, <laughs> just because like... it's so silly. That's <laughs> <laughs> why it's not rated even worse. But everything about it is just so bad. <laughs> it's not good acting. They're not good characters. It's poorly written. There's plot holes. The motives don't make sense. <laughs> you know the mystery There's the no... whole time. <laughs> stupid <laughs> dude exactly oh god but yeah so yeah guys that's that's i know what you did last summer um yay any any other remarks jack god no <laughs> yep yep and that uh that is a you know it's fitting jack this is a this was a summer uh you know blockbuster movie i think that's what it was supposed to be. <laughs> what it was, it's what it was. It made money, Jack. I know it made money, and that's very disappointing. Well, it tricked everybody. I wouldn't be surprised if this movie made more than Scream. <laughs> no, it probably did. It probably did. After that, we're going to watch... really disappointing. We're going to watch that trailer. I'm pretty sure they made the trailer look exactly like Scream. Of course. So they just tricked Well, that's everybody. why Scary Movie it makes it both those movies. It's just Scream and I Know What You Did Last Summer. Exactly. So they play with these tropes a lot more from this movie just because it's so much dumber. It's way easier to make fun of. <laughs> oh, exactly. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, as, as always, I'm Chris. And I'm Jack. <laughs> and we watch movies. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs>